thank you so much. Uh, welcome to our home. Yeah. This is an amazing studio. I love it. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Yeah. I put a lot of effort into this studio. You did. You made some uh, upgrades, too. I did. I'm up. Oh, you like the. Yeah. Yeah. You like what I did here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, "What? Oh yeah, right." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? Okay, right. Some, sometimes right. I don't keep I don't keep track of my own greatness. <laughs> it's it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know I can constantly evolving. Exactly, I leave everything behind in the wind. <laughs> I don't celebrate anything. I just do and move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but you're glad, changing. I'm right? glad you acknowledge. Yeah. Okay. Also, <laughs> before before I even get off this topic, I need to say this because nobody has at all acknowledge how symmetrical my current mustache is look at this because we're still looking at your peen head no this is this <laughs> i'm kidding fixed. i know i know yeah. look at this mustache can i see it again it's good it's the best mustache i've ever done like i i, I never look like this it's always like like it'll be like this it is, <laughs> it'll yeah. be like one this is the best mustache i've ever and nobody has even oh you trim you trim it too much yeah, it, it, it'll be like one side. Yeah, I'll get I'll get the one side because I'm, I mean, I, you're busy. Well, <laughs> I'm busy trying to convince myself that I'm ambidextrous. The problem is, I do the left side with my left hand. I do the right side with my right hand, and uh, I'm left-handed. So, right, because this would be too much work. I mean, it's not that it's too much work, but it's like God blessed me with an ability, <laughs> and if I don't use it, I'll lose it. You don't get to stay ambidextrous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you if you're ambidextrous and you go dominant hand, you'll you'll lose your. So all of this all of this trial and error and walking around with a lopsided mustache paid off for you today. Because <laughs> now you're even and you're like it was worth it. It's the best right-handed mustache <laughs> trim I've ever done. That's so funny because he he reminded me of what happened in fourth grade. I always historically had bad hearing, and when you want to go to the nurse and she's going to give you the hearing test, I was like. I'm going to pass this year. I'm going to do really, my mom's going to get amazing. And I started going like this, like left hand, right hand. And she goes, Joel, we haven't started yet. <laughs> so when he's like, God gave me two hands, I, I can understand where Sydney's coming from. <laughs> I'm going to show this must. Yeah. You better use them or lose them, Joel. <laughs> Joel left his hearing test. Like, How'd you do? I still have arms. <laughs> <laughs> a left and a right <laughs> just like everyone else <laughs> that's perfect it's good to be here yeah yeah so joe do you know what we do on this podcast do you have any clue yeah okay cool um and for those of you listening for the first time we appreciate you listening and what we do when we have a guest here is uh basically we're going to take you through the process of enlightenment, we're going to ask you questions to try to enlighten you, and uh, hopefully it happens. But if not, we might have a lot of fun on the way. Yeah, either, well, either way. It's well, we're great. going to have a lot of fun on the way. I yeah. hope you also have a lot of fun on the way too. So um, everybody gets the same questions. And uh, Ace, are you ready to take it away? I am ready. All right, let's go. Uh, so Joel, what situation or event did you learn the most information from? Ooh. Um, so, uh, I actually, well, before this, I was in pharmaceutical sales and we did, um, like a, like a personality test. It's also, it's all, um, like a self-realization, uh, a Mm self-assessment. You learn a lot about your own personality and also about like for doctors, like everybody's personality is different. So you're not going to sell to everyone the same. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but I learned so much about myself. I think it actually, it helped me more than 
selling because I like I realized who I was and it was like off the charts ADD outgoing like yeah and, and like but like everyone doesn't want always want to do that like you go to someone's office you know you have to realize that like they, they're busy you're interrupting their day and not everybody's some people want to sit down and just like have a relationship and like talk about whatever's going on but other people like they just want the facts um so that was like a five-day course and I think I learned like the most there okay so what what from that situation what do you apply in your life to this day um i'm always self-analyzing myself like the way i talk to people and the way i communicate like communication is the key um and always putting your best foot forward like whether it's an email or a text message or seeing some that's kind of hard but always like when you see people at, at events like i'm always trying to live in the moment not be on my phone talk to people and uh and always try to uh you know, just to, to read the room. Yeah, you I know? think I just recently stopped analyzing myself in social situations. I felt like it was a detriment to me. Really? Yeah, because I would say something and be like, well, fuck that up. Got to gotta, gotta stand here and take that now. And then meanwhile, they're in their own world, not having the same reaction possibly to what I said that I'm having to what I said and did. Right. And it would just, it would take me out of the moment. Like you said, I wasn't necessarily living in the moment. I was more living in my head. It just stopped yesterday. <laughs> so I don't, I don't even know if I so, stopped. So we'll see how the rest of the week goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big week for me. Yeah, yeah. Got this mustache of, right. I know. I'm, I'm a person now. <laughs> well, that's what, do, I mean, do you get a haircut like right before your shows? Mm -mm. No, just whenever it happens. Yeah. Whenever uh, I, uh, I call, I don't even make appointments. I call and I say, does my, does this person have availability right now? Yeah. And I'll be like, they, they usually suck their teeth first because <laughs> they know my voice. Like as soon as I start talking, they're like, oh, God, this guy. And then they'll be like, either yes or no. And then if there's no, and I'll be like, I'm like, all right. And I'll hang up. And I'll be like, are you sure you don't want to schedule something? Like, nope, don't. And then click. <laughs> so I, I have to I have to catch my barber on a time when she has an opening and I want a haircut. And see if it happens. It's, it's up to the it's it's it's, it's in God's hand. <laughs> it's not meant to be. If it's not meant to be, I just don't get a haircut. Yeah. Sometimes I cut my own hair too. So, but this time I went. Well, you're nailing the mustache. Let's see. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Crushing it. Crushing it. So, Joel, uh, when you're so you're, okay, you're in you're in this um, class. Yeah. Right. How how quick? Because those those are those are fun classes. Because those those classes tell you, they teach you how to um, move forward socially in a situation. I don't want to say manipulate people, but that's kind of what it is. But not manipulate necessarily in a bad way, but kind of yeah. They're get, they're always promoting it in a positive way. But I get what you're saying. It also is manipulation. But uh, yeah. But it's more like yeah, like I said, self assessment and, and analyzing social situations. So how quickly? after doing that class, did you start testing out what you learned? Like, were you going to grocery stores and trying to like quick? Uh, no, it was like the next week, like, uh, when, when you're actually out in the field and, um, doing it like, yeah, I, it probably took me like a week. Were you in a relationship at the time? No. Are you in a relationship now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you use tactics to, to bang chicks? No, 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 no. 
fellas? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I wonder what that pause was. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm not here that. to judge. I'm not here to judge. I'm just curious what you're doing with these abilities other than um, networking for your career. I mean, yeah, yeah. you can use these abilities for everything. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, do you, I mean, do you get free pizza at pizza shops? Like, what do you, what do you, what else are you doing with these skills? I, I do enjoy being charming, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think I use it to manipulate, but I, I do see what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe, I'm, I'm maybe. still, I'm 43. I'm, I'm single and I'm living in my sister's basement. Wow. And you, you own a comedy club. Yeah. Like yeah. What yeah. One step at a time. You're, you're, you're pretty, uh, I would, I would consider you a successful businessman. Thanks buddy. What does your sister consider you? Uh, <laughs> uh, help living at home. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I was helping her through a divorce at the time, and uh, and now it's just... Well, that's something a single man can help you with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just hang out. I'll be in your basement. Yeah. We'll watch yeah. The, the Eagles. Yeah. You know? And so. I, I help with, you know, bills and stuff like that around the house, so I'm not living there rent-free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh... But and yeah. she's got kids that you help. Oh, that's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. So she has twins as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. They, uh, you could they be just, an uncle. What's like that? A real, you could be a real uncle. You're oh, like, yeah. You're there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Okay. Babysitting and stuff like that. But I like, that's that's the time I enjoy that, like, when I'm not working, like, uh, especially the twins are five and a half and they're like, life's a party. They're ready. I told them I was going to uh, pick them up after school and we're going to hang out. It was before school. They're like, let's go. We're ready. Yeah. They're like, no, we'll clear our schedule. Like yeah. we don't, we don't, have, <laughs> we don't have to go to kindergarten. No. Like, yeah, for sure. We're ready right for now. Sure. Show yeah. and tell's beat anyway. Let's yeah, yeah. This. But they're like that. That um, like love of life and just like they, they just every, they live life like carefree, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just a nice to be around that and like not take yourself so seriously, or you know, analyzing people, especially the self. <laughs> So, Joel, if you had to uh, distill what it is that you learned from that situation into like a, like a tagline, like how would you describe that? Oh man, um, yeah, I, I guess like uh, self-assessment, quick and dirty. Yeah, we well, can I ask because I've been watching a lot of the pharmaceutical movies about um, you know the painkiller drugs and like you know they show. The, the life of the pharmaceutical sales people to yeah. be like a nonstop party. Like how true is that to like a normal? Yeah. Well that, I mean that was definitely bad for me back then. Like, uh, because you're working long hours and like you have to like, th- I worked, so I worked from 2004 to 2009 mm-hmm. and that was when they still had budgets. So yeah, you're going taking them out to dinner and you know, drinking and stuff like that. And it's like, ugh, it's just not good. Cause all, all the calories and, and just not, getting proper rest and like working out. I mean, I could have worked out during the day. I mean, you guys both look great, but I wasn't like really We're also like, in pharmaceutical sales. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about, Joe. We work out all the time. And we do all- <laughs> We're constantly at dinners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I just don't think that like lifestyle was good, but yeah, it's just constantly like I was working in, in New York. So I would constantly like get uh, in traffic on the way there and on the way home just felt like a rat race. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty pretty accurate. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's been on she's been on a a, a kick. Yeah. Of evil pharmaceutical sales. Yeah. In, in you know, so. Oh yeah, well the the um my company did a realignment and got bought out by Merck, but before that, I got a new manager 
Um, and the old one was like happy. Like I, I went back and got my masters and then I got a female boss and mm. she didn't like the fact that I was doing comedy. Mm. And at the time I, I wasn't, Women I was producing very, very few shows. So I really wasn't making money. Like I, I charged for tickets, but a lot of times it was just pay for like the rent at the hotel I was doing a show at pay the comics. So it wasn't like a living, yeah. but it definitely gave me the push that I needed to get out of there. But yeah, it definitely, it definitely was evil. Mm. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And now we're going to pop your chakras from the bottom chakra up. Yeah. The first chakra is located in and around the butthole. We have to tell people that. Are you okay with that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's consent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ace, take it away. All right. Joel, how did you learn to overcome fear? Oh man, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm probably, that's another thing that I learned from that is, uh, I'm an reaction person first. So I kind of like act and then assess and think mm -hmm. about what I should have done. And then like, I'll just figure it out or like trial by error. Mm -hmm. So, um, the biggest fear was probably, I'm, uh, never married, no kids. I just went and le you know, left pharmaceutical sales to just do it. And that's a huge fear, but I just did it and like try to figure it out. So I don't really let fear, um, deter me from doing something, um, whether that's good or bad. It's just something I've always done. <laughs> I think what I heard was, uh, well, first of all, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> I mean, I'm I an idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, <that's, laughs> you probably you, use another or. word. You gotta be either or. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You know, that's, that's what life, that's the, that's the hand life deals you. Yeah. You're either going to be, a little bit of a bitch or a little bit retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody gets away. Nobody gets through life not being one of those. Yeah. <laughs> right. You got to fit. I mean, you got to fix it. You know, if you're a little bit of a bitch or you're a little bit retarded, you got to fix it through life. Like that's everybody's plight. Like that's what everybody's given. You have to fix your bitch retardedness as you grow. Yeah. And and deal with it in life. So you yeah. you you ain't no bitch. Yeah. <laughs> So can you remember a time? <laughs> well, I, I've uh, manifested a lot of stuff. Like I always, like even when I first started, I just pictured being in front of filled audiences mm -hmm. and putting together a show. And I'm like, oh, sometimes it's like we, we'd sell like 10 advanced tickets and uh, it's always like 10% of the people buy in advance. But somehow I expected 90% of people to walk through the door. Yeah. I'm like, they're all going to buy at the door and it never happened. But it just years and years and all of a sudden now it's happening. But like I've been manifesting this for years. Um, some people think I'm, I'm crazy, but it's happening. Yeah. I believe yeah. in all that stuff. You read the book, The Secret and all that? Um, so I, I'm not even making this up. I bought The Secret in Spanish. I had to take it back and buy that. Like I just picked up. It was not in English. I had to take it. I don't know how. <laughs> they really, they're really trying to keep the secret. <laughs> I have to Holy learn Spanish shit. and then I'll get the secret. Like, I told you I'm an idiot. Like I had to take it back. Like I, I was like, oh, this is great. I go, I'm all, I'm ready to start. I'm like, I'm going to pick it out. And I'm like, oh, great. It's in English. I mean, it's in Spanish. Yeah. El secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. El, El secreto. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I believe in all that stuff. The secret. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, now still within the, the, the fear shock or where we are, can you remember a time in your life when you were the most scared? And it doesn't necessarily have anything to have to do with, uh, you know, like putting on shows and stuff. It can go as far back as you can remember. Yeah. So um, when I, I wrestled in college and I had a wrestling scholarship and then I ended up having like money left over that my grandfather had given me. Um, so I ended up putting that as a down payment on a house, a townhouse in New York. And uh, I always had two roommates mm -hmm. that uh, helped me pay down the mortgage. 
And uh, literally, I bought it in September. And like the next month or the next, no, the next week, I ended up getting laid off. Uh, and I'm sitting here in front of this and I'm like, this is crazy. Like I was starting to have like savings and, and some money left. And I'm like, now I, I don't even have a job. And they, it was my friend's father that uh, I was working for. And he was like one of, um, like one of my good friends in college. But I, I quickly learned that we were separated by a paycheck. Like it's not really my friend. It's like mm. a business person. Now they laid me off one week shy of me being able to collect unemployment. Oh, and I was like, that is filthy. And he did it in my driveway. I'm looking at my house and I was like, so, and that, Wait, was he also one of your roommates? No, he wasn't one of my roommates. Okay. That would have been hilarious. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. And I own the house now. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And, um, but he, uh, what was I going to say? Um, so my fear was I, I called up my mom, obviously, and, and it was 2002. It's when I first graduated college. I had not taken my resume offline. Mm. And my mom called me up and was like, oh, a recruiter just called and uh, wanted to interview you for another job. So within two weeks, I had another job and ended up being like the best thing that happened to me. But it's still that initial fear of like, what am I going to do? I got all these bills coming in and they're not going to stop. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I, once I was 18, I never went back home. So I'm like 22. I'm living in New York City. Uh, and it's like that fear is like yeah. crazy. But you have to like just hustle and yeah. overcome it. See, now I, now I'm curious you know, and this is this is just a curiosity as from being a parent. Yeah, I'm very curious whether you actually got a call from a recruiter or your mom got the news and just got on the horn and just went in the high gear and just started <laughs> hitting up all these people. Yo, well, you hire my son? Well, you hire my son? You know, that's funny. I've never had that spin or, or not even had that thought. But yeah. now I'm like, I wouldn't put it past my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I've, I've she knew I wasn't happy with like my, my job, and it was like it was you kind of looking back it probably was something that you could have foreshadowed and saw coming but i didn't and i was just naive and yeah. whatever but uh but yeah i my mom's at a type personality that she would have taken the bull by the horns yeah. and did that it's i want to know i'm gonna yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm definitely asking yeah it's gonna be amazing if she did yeah. i hope so <laughs> i because like like the, the the parent statute of limitations is over now. She yeah. can admit that now. Yes, yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. Yeah, fine. you're a successful businessman now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can yeah. tell you it that, was, like, I saved you. It was, yeah, it was yeah. 20 years ago, so she's yeah. safe. Yeah. 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 I knew how not of a bitch my son was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, all right, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a fear chakra unlock. That's yeah. A, that's yeah, the first she, chakra pop. Go she ahead. actually shared with me... Um, so uh, Boys to Men was my first concert growing up mm -hmm. in the old spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, so when she was going home, she said if I ever got married, which I haven't, we were going to uh, dance to, um, uh, oh my gosh, Boys to Men's uh, End of the, no, oh, oh, oh Song for Mama. Oh my, and, yeah. and she like listened to that because it was a song that uh, I burned on a CD and she listened to it on the New Jersey Turnpike driving home crying knowing that I never was coming home again. <laughs> oh, that would have been better if I would have remembered the song and it would have been a little bit more fluid, but <laughs> no, it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. I'm it's sure sweet. that's exactly how your mom would expect you to say it. <laughs> Passive aggressive. Good host. <laughs> All right. And a fear chakra pop. So Ace, take it away. All right. We're to the pelvis chakra. So, Joel, this is a segment we like to call My Bad, so it's an opportunity for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. Whoa, we just got done doing Joel's Patreon episode, and goodness gracious, was it a good time. It was a 
great time. Yeah, did you have fun, Joel? <laughs> yeah, I did. Hell yeah. One dollar gets you all of our exclusive content on our Patreon, which not only includes the counter to what you're watching right now, which is Chakra Poppers After Dark, but we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Nancy's Jiu-Jitsu matches over there. Come check us out. And be sure to check out Soul Joel's Comedy Club in Pottstown at Sunnybrook. It is one of the best comedy clubs, I would say, on the planet. And the reason why I say that is because Joel single-handedly kept comedy alive during the pandemic. It was yes. pretty sick. And I, I will be forever uh, appreciative of that. And the man's writing a book. <laughs> it's when do you it's think gonna be called uh, Not Funny. Not funny? Because <laughs> that's how we got here. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't as funny as you. I knew I had to put together shows and uh, produce them and be the event planner. Hell yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to make it as a headliner, so I had to start doing something And now else. he's really good at comedy, so I wonder what yeah. he's going to do now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. So definitely check out Soul Joel, uh, at Soul Joel on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Soul Joel Sunnybrook on Facebook yeah. and soulJoel.com yep. on the website area <laughs> of the internet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, now we're going to get back to this episode and find out who or what Joel has to apologize to. Yeah. Um, so this is probably two ways. Um, my old GM uh, uh, that when I opened up Soul Joel's, it was uh, Joey St. John. It's the saint. Mm-hmm. Uh he was like my right hand man and left Valley Forge Casino. When I thanked him and I texted him, I'm like, hey man, thanks for everything you did and making videos and making our uh, shows cool and always promoting. He called me up. He's like, where are you going? And I go, well, I'm opening up a comedy club, Soul Joel's. He goes, well, I don't know what you got to do, but take me with you. Mm. And, and he was the guy I went home. Uh, so I agreed to pay him for a year and then COVID shut down and I never stopped paying. And we started doing like Zoom shows and podcasting. And April 2020, I went to bed with $300 in my account. And the next day was payday. And I'm like, I don't know. Talk about fear. Yeah. And this is probably another fear. But I woke up with the first grant by the government that went through. Um, and wow. Went, and, and went through. And, uh, and I knew. I was like, that. I'm on the point of. I, I know it's a destiny. Like, it, it, I'm, I'm destined, destined to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And he was doing so many jobs and always like, uh, you know, we, we built the dome and did all these shows outside. And, and then when we finally left uh, Roars Ford, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm 32 years old. I've seen you build your business. He's a videographer and a photographer for weddings. He wanted to leave and, uh, and open up his own, his own business. And I'm like, he did it the day that we figured out where we were going to go temporarily. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kind of took the wind out of my sails, but going back, I'd love to thank him for everything he did. And, it was a two-way street, and it was a lot more good than bad. Just the way he handled his exit, which he and yeah. he gave me a a two months like notice. He didn't leave like two weeks later, but I think uh, there there there's ways that we could still work together. Because now I'm at um, the Sunnybrook Ballroom where he could be the photographer for all these weddings mm. and still help me be my general manager and help me with videos. And uh, I think there's still a relationship to be had. So that's probably my best answer because there's always I've mentioned him on my podcast and like so we always called him the saint yeah he's like an amazing um he what he does he's great um and, and I think we have a we had a great relationship and I'd always like to 
to revisit that. It was a very heartfelt yeah. apology, I guess. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess that was an apology, uh, right? <laughs> Joel, you'd actually say the words, but uh, <laughs> if you want to just be a man, you could say, I guess that was a passive aggressive sit again. I guess that was an apology. Yeah, <laughs> it was heartfelt, whatever yeah. it was. was. You said heartfelt words. <laughs> that, that was straight from the pelvis. Yeah. Hell yeah. Man, that's awesome. And like, what fortunate uh, timing to get that grant from the government. Man, thank goodness your mom filled out that paperwork for you. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I don't look like a paperwork guy. <laughs> yeah, I know it wasn't you. <laughs> Wait, did she really do it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was desperate for money. I mean, yeah, nothing yeah. but time. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So yeah, that apology's out there. And it's St. John? Yeah, Joey St. John, yeah. Joey St. John, my bad. Yep. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Yeah. Hell yeah. Done. Chakra popped. Quick yes. and dirty. Yeah. 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 Man, he sounds like a, a great guy. Yeah, he was great, man. We uh, should hire him to be our producer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should poach him for, yeah. before, yeah. <laughs> before he goes back to Joey. Hey, what, yeah. what was his yeah. website yeah. again? Yeah. 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 I forgot. Do you, can you give yeah. me his phone number? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we start doing our podcast at Sunnybrook. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. St. John, you're the man. Yeah. And, uh, all right, Chakra Pop, Ace, keep it moving. All right, we're to the gut chakra. So, Joel, how do you move past disappointment either in yourself or in loved ones? Oh, man, that's tough. I think self-loathing, it's, uh, I, like I said, I'm always a self-assessor. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, it's tough, but it, I, I've, all the stuff that you guys talk about, enlightenment and stuff, like, do you, tells you not to, like, dwell and, you know, like, try to get too anxious and looking into the future, try to live as much as you can in the present. Um, I, I try to take everything in stride. It's hard because I want to be a perfectionist and I want to get through everything and be per- but you just you can't people are human and uh yeah you just got to learn to accept it. it's hard that's the probably one of the things i i deal with the hardest probably do, do you do you blow you look like somebody who's face <laughs> what? no red. i do not you're not a red face guy well oh oh, oh, oh i thought you meant <laughs> I, I thought you meant like cocaine i was like no i <laughs> <laughs> I am not that cool, <laughs> like, Do you like do blow as yeah. we talk about on the podcast? Yeah. Do you party, dog? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's... yeah, no, not that cool. Like, yeah, yeah, but no, but like, do you blow up? Oh, yeah, yeah. So again, going back to that first course, like I'm the first, I'm the person I react first, and then I start like I need to like flip that and like take a deep breath. Yeah, and then yeah, because I ah. And then I'm like, oh, God. Did you get it? <laughs> yeah. You get it. Yeah. That should be like a meditation. Yeah. <sighs> 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 I needed to do this podcast a long time ago. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right. So you, you get, so it, it gets you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it gets yeah, you. Yeah. And, and also, too, like, because of, um, the environment that we're in, especially like professionally for a comedy, like mm-hmm. uh, people are checking in and it's all during that one hour. And you know, when I'm dealing with n- not just customers, but, but staffing and mm-hmm. they're just all trying their best, but sometimes things happen. And like, I need to just understand everybody's trying to do their best and whatever things might happen um, and not blow up. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I would hate to be a person that blows up. And also have a career where you're dealing with comedians. Oh, yeah. my God. That Dude. is a horrible mix. Yes. 
<laughs> for example, um, this is why I never, I don't reserve. I don't like, I'm not a restaurant. I'm not doing open table. We're not making reservations. You got to buy tickets. A girl that I know very well, she canceled on her reservation because her cat got sick. Mm. And now if I call shenanigans, I'm the jerk. Like, mm. but what's she going to do for that cat? Hold its hair. Like yeah. the cat's yeah. going to be sick for the rest of the night. And then I'm dealing with like guys that know I'm very gullible. I'm talking about comedians. Yeah. Uh, they were like, we're coming from New York and it was, it was Giannis Pappas and James Mattern. And they were like, we're stuck in the Lincoln Tunnel. We're not going to get there to like 930. I'm like, the show is seven and nine. It was at Valley Forge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already on the phone with comics to replace them. And I get to the lobby and they're like, Hello. Oh no! And I'm like, dude, I had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> That's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I already blew up. Yeah. <laughs> you like, like coming to the lobby sweating? Yes. <laughs> <Just like>, yes. <laughs> you like collars all disheveled. <laughs> like, oh hey guys, what's going on? How are you guys doing? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> Is it hot in here? <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, and I think they they know that, so I think they they enjoy um. Getting it. like I saw I saw a Brewer and he goes looks like you put on a little mm. I'm like man I just lost my oh, forget <laughs> yeah. it yeah yeah no I'm gonna I am one of those I like recent in, in recent years I'm trying to not be that as much but I am a, I'm a teaser so when I when I sense that somebody blows up I want to poke them a little okay I just want to because it's fun you're yeah. a rascal yeah, yeah. It's, we're in a safe space like I'm not like you know. Like what Giannis and, and Mattern did. Yeah. Like they poked you a little. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just poked you a little. They yeah. were there. Everything yeah. was cool, but they knew it would get you. Right. So they did it. Right. Right. That's, I'm that way. And you guys probably both consider yourself empaths, right? Like you read at people's energies. Uh, I would, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that word because I'm not a bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> there are male empaths too. Uh, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm just too retarded to use that word. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, more I'm like, oh, I noticed something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I feel, like I feel his energy. Yeah. You yeah. know? But yeah, no, no. I, I would I would consider myself um, an empath. I don't necessarily take advantage of it and use it like I should, but I definitely pick up people's vibe and I'm like, ah. I think he gets, uh, I, I would say you go, I feel like you like to challenge yourself to make somebody upset laugh. I do, except, but but again, recently, if somebody, if I do something to annoy somebody, I I now feel like, well, like, I fucking, they deserve to be annoyed at me. Let me let them have that. <laughs> yeah, but I think what she's talking about, like, in an audience, you're not going to focus on the hundred people that are laughing. You're going to focus on the one person that has their arms folded, and you're going to try to focus on that one person to win them over, right? Is that what... Is, I was thinking more that, like, if I'm upset about something, I feel like he takes it. Oh. Like as a challenge to see, like, oh, not even like professionally, not on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I was thinking, like, in like, like people, like, it's oh. like a challenge to him to like yeah, see, laugh at it, yourself. It, 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 it's so funny because like it's it's hard for people in comedy because in in comedy, I noticed when I first got into comedy that there are some volatile personalities in comedy. Yes. And sociopaths and empaths. Way more. <laughs> right? It's a fine line. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know both on equal sides. Yeah. yeah. There's too many paths in comedy. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many paths. Yeah. Both right? can be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like so way more they're way more volatile and sensitive than the general population. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to feel like I'm bullying people. Wow. So like in in the comedy world, I don't poke as much because people are pretty sensitive. But outside of comedy, I am a habitual poker. I am mm. a nonstop poker. 
Like yeah. when I like if I get into if I even slightly get into something at a grocery store, yeah, it has to go all the way. Like I have to poke this all the way through. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like strangers either hate or love me. Right. You know, people that know me hate me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like yeah, but with as far as um and just just not leave this out. Like if, if I see somebody in the crowd not having a good time, it kind of makes me giggle that they wasted their money. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny uh, to me. Yeah. It's like, why would you be here? Yeah. You know, or, you know, in my mind, it's just like whatever they came here for just hasn't taken yet. Like they haven't been taken by laughter yet. They'll get there eventually. Yeah. That's his journey. They'll find the comic. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. For them. That's, that's not my journey. That's not my <laughs> that's not my path. <laughs> one one less path to worry about in yeah. comedy for me. So, Joel, usually in this question, well, always in this question, we like to ask. Uh, so is there a time in your life where you did maybe a sport or a performance art? where you have a disappointment that still kind of lingers in your mind? Oh, gosh, yeah. And this is so – so we were seniors. and uh, in High order, school, college? Oh, sorry. Yep, you're right. Uh, high school. Okay. Um, so my freshman and, and sophomore year, the girls won their st- the state championship. And finally, my senior year – In the, wrestling? In soccer. Okay, sorry. Soccer. In soccer, gotcha. uh, we finally we, – we made it to the state finals. And, uh, and I had the chance – Coach puts me in. Uh, I, I started uh, left outside fullback, and the, right before the, the first half was over, the coach puts me in. He goes, "Joel, how, how about scoring a goal?" He was zero zero. I'm like, "You got it." And uh, I go in, and they had a, a really nasty pass uh, to the right um, outside, and and the guy who his dad was our coach growing up on our travel team. He was my first travel coach. He like almost breaks the guy's ankle. And goes back, and the, the announcers are like, uh, we're on uh, Garden State Cable at the time, which mm-hmm. then now is like Comcast. Sh- uh, shoots the ball over, and I completely whiff. Mm. And I'm like 10 feet in front of the net. Oh. Mm. And like the guy missed, I completely missed. And then the camera zooms in on me, and the announcers go, ooh, looks like Richardson would love to have that one back. <laughs> and you just hear me, I just go, God, and I'm just like so, and I'm like I could have ran after the ball probably, and like, but whatever. Uh, you blew up. I blew up. Yeah. One <laughs> of my uh, one of my friends who again we we went from like third grade to high school playing together. There was like seven of us, and he took the time to take it from uh, the camcorder to from VHS upload it digitally and put it on YouTube. Like, do you understand how much that was? Yeah. yeah it's like to, three days of uploading and downloading. Yes. <laughs> to capitalize on my pain, yeah. to make me relive it so I could be telling the story literally 25 years later. This was 1997. Oh, like oh, this man. week, 1990s. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and the anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. The anniversary. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, Julie McCullough, who was a great hire than me, uh, we, him and I grew up together. He's a comedian now. He yeah. uh, he commented on the video. Goes, oh man, anybody that can can take that much disappointment is perfect for a career in comedy. Oh hell yeah! Because <laughs> yeah. you have to overcome that. It was just like, uh, yeah. luckily the guy that crossed the ball to me ended up scoring the goal, and we won one nothing. Oh nice! But like even when we did our like five year high school reunion, and we went over to the guy's house that uploaded the video, I see his mom, and she goes, oh, I was just talking about you last week. I, well, I thought it would have been great if you would have scored that goal. I'm like, I just forgot. I just got over it. Like, <laughs> why do you have to bring that up? It's like throwing fresh salt into the wound. Yeah. I go, oh my, that is unbelievable. I mean, it's very nice of her to say, but 
Yeah. Oh, you don't have to keep reliving the Was memory. Was it nice of her to say? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's like a lifetime movie. You know, like oh, the person yes. comes back to hometown oh, and everybody yeah. brings yeah. up like the sports league. Yes. And she was the perfect was lead it? to a lifetime yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 It's like you're going back and like, man, everybody's going to be talking about my comedy club and yeah, all the yeah, cool yeah, comedians yeah, yeah. that I get yeah. to have not with. Yeah. It's like, remember when you missed that goal? It's like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But. <laughs> oh man, I wish I could go back and score that goal. I don't, I don't know how much my life would change, but it just would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should have just started like mentioning other people's like. Yeah. Uh, like, what? Well, did you know that Jay Oakerson got ripped off the stage at my yeah, club? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? How about that? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other things that happened. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, thank you for sharing it. That is a, a gut chakra pop. Yes. And uh, Ace, keep it moving. All right, we're to the heart chakra. So, Joel, what have you learned from grief? Oh, man. Uh, you know, it's, I, I'll never forget this. My first grandparent that, that died, uh, my grandmother, and she was in, uh, I was nine years old, and my cousins were all older, but they were the ones that, like, forced me in the room first to, like, say our goodbyes. And I was like, oh, it's, it's sad, but you, um, you have her, like, relive, you know, their, mm-hmm. their memories. I... I think of her now as like uh, a cardinal, like overlooking. There's like um, I always see in different moments. Um, but I don't know that much about birds. Like what? Uh, what? Like she's like flying above you? Well, no, no. Uh, so, so moments that like you're thinking of them, or like they're they're over. They're supposed to be looking over your shoulder, like a cardinal will appear. They're supposed to be like your guardian angels, like in your life. Wait, is that that's a. Like yeah, the fact that it is a cardinal is is a thing. Yes, like yes. you didn't you didn't pick cardinal. Oh no 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 like no! You no. didn't have an option of birds. No, like, no, 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 no no no. Okay, no. Um, so so to real quick, like, so she was um a piano a music teacher, and then she played the pipe organ every Sunday in church, and uh, she would have loved Sunnybrook and all the people that mm-hmm. um that performed there she would have been like loving she was big like broadway and musicals of the she would have loved that that space and entertainment um i i looked at like 30 different um venues and and properties and probably five different towns and i finally um settled on sunnybrook and, and going there i met with the town it was like the best meeting i ever had they're so thrilled that we're going to bring life back into this historic building and all of a sudden, this tall, he looked like Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince, like mm-hmm. tall, light-skinned black dude. He walked in. I've never seen this guy. I guarantee I never see this guy ever again in my life. He walks in, and I'm, I'm sitting with my sister and the old owner who sold it to me. And he goes, hey, do you guys still have that uh, that organ? And he goes, yeah, they call it Ursula. He goes, does uh, George still come and play it for Easter and, and Mother's Day? And they're like, yeah, we have brunches. He goes, oh, do you mind if I take a walk? So my sister and I are like, we'll see you later. We went out in the parking lot. And the owner comes running back in. He's like, Joel, Dan, you got to get back in here. Not only is this guy playing it, but he's playing from Beauty and the Beast. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our magic to the test. And my, the back of my hair on my neck starts standing straight up. And I tell this guy, I'm like, he even had, my grandmother thought, uh, she eventually died of a heart attack because she thought exercise was for horses. Mm-hmm. He, he, had the, <laughs> he had like the fat, flabby arms like her. And, and I go, I go, dude, you remind me of my grandmother. She was a music teacher and played the pipe organ. And the guy goes, that's what I do every Ooh. Sunday in church. And I and he goes, I gotta go. I gotta go back to Delaware. I'm like, yeah, heaven. And, uh, <laughs> I, it all depends on what you believe. But I, I drove home. No, Delaware is <laughs> not heaven. <laughs> I don't care what you believe, dude. <laughs> all right, all right. I should have said that differently. You're right. Fair. That's fair. Um, but I I drive home and I I pull in the parking uh, parking lot and on the fence, sitting right in front of my car, was two cardinals. 
Oh, hell yeah. And ever since then, things started falling into place, like, that I knew that, like, where Soul Joel's is now was supposed to be my home, and I I give that to my uh, grandmother, but, um, yeah, griefing with her was, but it was the first person that, that was close to me that died, because I was only nine years old. Yeah. But I, I, I take away so many memories and influence that she, even though it's now, what, 34 years later, I think she had a huge impl- in, impact on my life for yeah. just those nine years. There's two cardinals. One was for his grandma. And the other was for that black guy who had a dying <laughs> shock and died in the parking lot. With his <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't, didn't need to say that he was he black. He did not make it. <laughs> he never made he it had back too to many Delaware. Comorbidities. It was not gonna. It was not going well. But you got two cardinals out of it. Yeah, <laughs> so that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. By the way. It was. Uh, it was touching. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. Those are all going in my book that I'm writing, but I, oh, nice. I told them to you guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, I don't even like to admit it, but like I got a little misty. Yeah. During that. No, you, you did, did you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could. Yeah. It oh. Was like, it was, we, we, we love <laughs> Joel. <laughs> I, I yeah. keep touching your arm as if like we're not sitting right next to each yeah, other. It's okay. <laughs> it, it happens all the time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's like this, you, you, you you're, I'm oh. bringing in people the touchiest people to talk to yeah, yeah. And i'm sitting the closest to them right right, right. <laughs> it happens all the time and and and, and everybody yeah apologizes for yeah. it too it's, like, it's maybe it's me yeah. i'm not reacting properly no i'm just like stone cold like, yeah. touch yeah. me again i'm like flexing well, you're, <laughs> you're avoiding eye contact so i want to make sure you're still listening yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well it's like i'm blocking for the camera yeah, yeah, yeah. and you at the same yeah. time they they don't know that i'm avoiding eye. they people watching yeah. think that i'm making eye contact right right so with them right no no with you oh yes somebody once told me how uh how good of an interviewer i was and i i had the best eye contact with the people that are talking oh really and it just made me laugh because i'm like looking right past you yeah i'm like like not looking at you (laughs) at all i know i noticed (laughs) no matter what chakra yeah yeah Yeah, that's uh and that was the grief chakra Mm -hmm. fully pop double Mm -hmm. pop two cardinals out of it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah pretty sweet Yes. And uh, Ace, keep it moving. All right, we are to the throat chakra. So, Joel, what is a favorite lie that you have told or extra karmic points if it's still in rotation? Yeah, this is where I make eye contact. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I have a goal. I want to go to all 50 states. Mm-hmm. And my rule is uh, I have to eat. Like, you can't just drive through it or fly over it. Um, so, when I graduated college... Wait, wait, wait. Let's, fix, let's, let's establish this rule. Does fast food in your car count? No, no, no. Sit down and like... Sit down. Yeah, yeah. Sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Does does fast food chain work or does it have to be like a local establishment? I I always like a local establishment because you have to like check the local flair. Like Mm. we all know what McDonald's is or whatever. Like I want to go to a local place that you can't get anywhere around here. Okay. Like I always feel like you can drink anywhere, but you have to go eat like uh, stuff that you can't get around, you know, this, this area. Gotcha. Yeah. So I've been to 39 so far. When I gra- first graduated college, I read the book uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. It's based in Savannah. Like I'd been to Atlanta, but I'd never been to Savannah, Georgia. Went to Charleston, South Carolina. Then I went to, um, I'd never been to the panhandle part of Florida, so Panama City. And then I had lunch and dinner, Alabama, Mississippi. I went to New Orleans. Mm. And, um, oh gosh, what was, the, what was the original question? Because then I just lost myself. A lie. Oh, a lie, yes. So we stopped in New Orleans. And, uh, and I ended up staying, uh, right off like the, the, the main strip. And we went and had like, we were having 36, it was like uh three for one happy hour. And 
I experienced 9-11. Like, I, I lived in New York, and, like, from here, like, I could see, it was three miles, if you, like, straight arrow to... So we were down there, and we said we just graduated, and we told everybody that we were FDNY firemen. <laughs> That's pretty crappy, but we were heroes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were we yeah. were poor college kids and we got free drinks. Yeah. Man, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. And wow, never yeah. forget. And they like never all, forget. all night people were oh, like, Oh my, my gosh. God. And the DJ even goes, if that doesn't get you laid, it didn't get us laid, but we were Definitely feeling good. Yeah. 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 Well, good thing you didn't get laid. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. off a of sin. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to steal dollar to get big laid. Big lie. Yeah. 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 That's pretty wild, man. That's an awesome one. Yeah. I don't well, think I've ever to... told that story. No. Just the question just never was asked properly. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna ask? I was gonna, like, you get away with something like that. And I was wondering if you were tempted to do it again or if you were like, no, this is like no, I, bottle. I, yeah, I was a COVID doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt I felt it's like deep down I felt bad about it too, because like I actually knew people that like passed in 9-11 and like also firemen. I know like they put their lives on the line every time they're at work. And I was Not like, all right, time. it was I mean well, when when a fire happens. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. mostly <laughs> just chill and eat chips. <laughs> right, right, Let's right, be real. Right. right. I used to hang out at the local firehouse yeah, in Pottstown. Get, those dudes are just drinking just, soda and eating chips. Just like that. getting the kitties out of the tree and stuff like that. Yeah. The cats. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I I was like nothing happened, no harm, no foul. I was like I don't want to go through that again. Like, uh, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I w- I mean I've never been through it and I want to go through it. I want I want to be treated like a nine eleven hero <laughs> at a bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if you still can. Can you still? Yeah. Do you think do you think that's still if you if you would tell people today. That you were a firefighter back then. Well, we're at the 9/11. age now where we can be retired. So there's no way. Yeah, I had to retire my lungs. It's breathing a lot of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, pretty. You put your 25 or 20 years in because it's 20 and out. It's 20 out? Well, yeah. you can. You get like the, that's the minimum, and then you could stay in longer. Yeah, I'll stay an extra year. I'll <laughs> <laughs> do 21. Yeah, that's uh, all right. But thank you for sharing that, man. We, you, I think you are probably the first hero we've interviewed. Yeah, that's right. thanks, true. Yeah. Thanks for recognizing. Yeah. yeah. I'm an empath hero. There's a lot of, there's been a lot of firsts. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere uh, burgundy. <laughs> yeah, so. Size extra large. Yeah. Extra extra two, large. two X, two, two X. X. Yeah, two yeah, X. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, mo- we moved on. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> That's uh, awesome and chakra popped. Yes. Yeah. What a great lie. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ace, keep it moving. All right, we are to the third eye. So, Joel, what is something that you thought of as the same, but as you've grown older, you've learned it's really not the same? Oh, man. Uh, what's an example you guys, that, what do you think? Uh, well, I think an easy example that uh, some, the, the, the first one that came to my mind is um, friends and family. And they seem separate when you're young, but the older you get, the more the idea of friends and family kind of are together. I asked the question wrong, didn't I? No. I did it right? You did it right. Okay. Right? I Something. You used to see it as separate, but now you're learning it's the same. That's exactly what I said. Is that what I said? That what yeah, said? yeah, yeah. That's what you okay. said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, on the spot, like other ones, I, th- I thought of examples right away. But that one, I just, uh, 
I mean, that's a great, that is a great example though. Friends and family, like uh, no matter what my family, like through this whole thing has always had my back. Mm -hmm. My friends too, actually. Uh, but that's why they're the same now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you, you pick like the older you get, the more likely you are to pick friends that are kind of also like family. Yeah. Like you're super close to them and you kind of weed out the ones that are in the way, you know? So, um, like, like every time, like through this, through COVID and stuff like that, I've had like fundraisers to keep my business afloat. Like the first people to, to donate are all my fraternity brothers. We never had, mm. so in New York, we never had a, uh, a fraternity house. Cause like the housing population, they don't give houses inside the five boroughs, but we had like our own floor and it was all like the wrestlers, um, on the, all of all of us living together. But they, 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 I'm in a group text till this day and they all just send it out. They're like, I already donated. You guys better donate. Yeah. And, and like, like the highest I asked for a donation was two fifty, And in, in literally 10 minutes I had $2,500 from them. Oh, so nice. like, yeah. And that's this like, uh, I mean, and my family did that too, but those guys, I mean, we don't see each other nearly as much cause they're always getting together on the weekends and we're always working. So, uh, but I still feel like I talk to them every day cause we're on like a text thread, but they're like, uh, they're like family. Oh, so Joel, you're using the example as your answer. Well, I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say. He didn't say. Give me an example. He said, "Oh wait, what's my answer?" <laughs> what a great guest! <laughs> Thank goodness you were available. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's perfect. If that's your, I mean, that that's that's not the first time that's happened. <laughs> That was the one time I used a lifeline. I'm going to phone a friend. He's also the host. (laughs) (laughs) And I I love how she was like, I asked the question wrong. No, you asked. (laughs) The problem was on this side of the table. (laughs) It's how I was receiving the information. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, it's funny because I, I stopped using that example. Because that example is the the one that's most likely to be used as the answer when I give it as an example. Oh right, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like because that it makes people oh yeah yeah, you know, yeah. and then they they go very relatable. Yeah, yeah. Very, very relatable. Very. So relatable. which is why I don't have a problem with that actually being your answer because it's your version of that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that that's why I, yeah I, I uh, individualized it to specific examples. Thank you for using your personal examples. <laughs> For my answer, Joel. Th- thank you for speaking up. <laughs> thank you for elaborating. <laughs> I stink. No, you're perfect, man. Uh-huh. And uh, so, we'll call that a shock pop. It's pop. Friends yeah. and family. Yeah. That, I mean, but the, the same. Yeah, but not everybody had a, a cool example of like friends coming through for twenty five hundred dollars yeah. like that. It's yeah. like. I want to go back to those other people that said that answer. Like, no, you were Dude, wrong. Your friends yeah. not your family. Yeah, yeah your yeah, friends yeah. were not your family. <laughs> yeah. At all. Yeah. So, chakra definitely popped. Ace, let's go. All right. We made it to the crown chakra. So, Joel, two-part question. Yeah. What is something you can't give up and why? And what would giving it up mean? Oh, man. Well, so up until recently, I, I sugar was unbelievable. Like, I, I, I love... so. I've been a wrestler my whole He's life. My answer again, Ansley. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing to me? My, dude, you said that, and you could probably hear my mouth. When you said sugar, my mouth watered immediately. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's your one thing you can't give up? He's got a sugar problem. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So um, when so I wrestled in high school, wrestled in college, and the one thing I used to like just crave 
was Cinnabons. Because, like, you would go in the mall and, like, it's, like, that cartoon character, like, that that, yeah. that goes under your nose. Float yeah, you would float to yeah. it. Yeah. And so whenever I was finished, like, I could have went and ate a steak and, like, pota- like all this, like, hearty stuff. But I just wanted to eat, cra- like, crap like that. I was, like, uh, so... But, but now it's like I'm not nearly working out as much and then I want to eat. So I just have to stop eating stuff like that. And that's the the hardest thing for me to stop. But uh, I haven't had sugar in like two weeks. Oh, hell yeah. Good job, man. Yeah, but it's it's, it's a battle. It's nearly <laughs> impossible. Especially getting through Halloween. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, that's an impressive time to do it too. Good time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, terrible time. Terrible yes, time. Me. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, uh, was it good? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Joe, you're doing this wrong, dude. <laughs> you could have waited until after Thanksgiving to start your no sugar shift. <laughs> no, I get it, man. It's like you got to do it through the hardest time. Otherwise, you won't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you don't, if you if you wait till after Halloween, you'll wait till after Thanksgiving. Oh, then you'll wait excuse. till after Christmas. Yeah. Then you'll wait till after Easter, and then you'll be thirty pounds heavier. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then, uh, so uh, Joe, what would giving up sugar mean to you? Um, well, so people like started asking me like, uh, headaches and I started noticing definitely like withdrawal from, he- uh, from sugar giving me headaches. But, um, I, I noticed that like the cravings go down and like, like everything, like when you have sugar, then all of a sudden it makes you thirst. It's all bad stuff. And I just want to, uh, um, just, uh, just not good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's so good. It is so good. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's definitely a tough one. Good job. I I, I definitely congratulate you yeah. on doing that. I, as as a person who is off sugar myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For those of you who listen, I used air quotes for off sugar. Right. <laughs> but I do. I try to have maybe a donut once a month. Oh, okay, okay. And sometimes that's your cheat month, the cheat day during the month. Yeah, and it's like it's, I think about it all the time. Yeah. Like, I, so. <laughs> I will sometimes, well, which until, donut? Gla- well, glaze right now. Okay. Because it's the simplest donut. And yeah. It's the one that, uh, if I, if I have a Boston cream donut with, oh, like the cream my, that's my favorite, dude. Uh, that puts me, that puts me in, I'm in sugar now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't only have one Boston cream in it. Yeah. Move on. But, uh, some, well, not some, I do this very often. Uh, I go to Wawa a lot. And I'll just stand in front of the donut case and just look at all the donuts and then leave. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, <laughs> but, you, but you actually resist? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, but but I have to do it. Like I, I when I'm driving home from like shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I will stop at a Wawa to go look at the donuts and then leave. So I used to work at Wawa. They come at one a.m. Mm-hmm. and I think they're tailing around like people that smoke or drink, um, and like or they're they're pouring out of the bar. I mean, not necessarily now, but. You know, they, yeah, the bakery, they restock it at one o'clock. Yeah. I used to follow, we have two Wawa's in our town. Yeah. And uh, the Wawa down there gets their donuts first, and then the one up here gets it second. And I would go to that one down there, come back here, eat my donuts, give it some time, and then go du- up to the Double other dip. One. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, timed perfectly. I mean, anytime you get a donut in your mouth, it's timed perfectly. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Landis Supermarket at uh, Lower Pottsgrove? It does sound familiar. Super, yeah. su- uh, it's a supermarket right on uh, East High Street, and uh, so people would come to comedy shows or bingo, whatever event they're coming to, and the, the girls, the baker there, and the, literally the the donuts are like as big as our head. Yeah, 
and they are so good, dude. Baked are you fresh about on the Sunnybrook side of High Street, or on the, yep, yeah, the Sunnybrook side yeah, of High yeah, Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, it's probably like a quarter mile east of there. Yeah, I can't. I can't even think of it. But I, yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, being a donut enthusiast, I didn't know. Like you always yeah. know, they're well, I'm, I'm the a, best I'm a, are located. I'm a pastry enthusiast. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. A, any any like I don't eat candy. Like you can miss me with that. Yeah, like, that doesn't I, excite me. Yeah, Halloween does nothing for me. You know, I did. Oh, have, not not even like chocolate. I had I had two fun size Snickers. Oh, what a party! From each kid. <laughs> <laughs> from each kid. Wild <laughs> How do you keep them under yeah. control? Uh-huh. <laughs> you got a king size as a wrap. Uh-huh. <laughs> Two fun size for the evening. <laughs> There's no way I, I couldn't Couple do a of... king size Snickers. Are you kidding me? I would like that's that's my that would be my heroin overdose. Oh, like, I can't right. no, that's do that. I, that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, like I feel like I got my fix. Like that's yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, but man. Uh, Joel, uh, we did it, and I even asked you, do you have time to stick around for the Patreon? Yeah, yeah. Oh hell yeah! Um, but we we did it. That was that was it. How do you feel? I feel great. Yeah. No, I like this is a cool podcast. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, our Patreon one dollar gets you all of our exclusive content on our Patreon, which not only includes the counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Bros no. after Chakra Poppers after dark. Yes. <laughs> I just get in a rhythm and I go. I know. I go. We were saying that for so long. The problem long. is he's off sugar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He forgets the name. Yeah, I do. I do. So, yeah, come over to the Patreon where we'll eat donuts. I mean, no, no, no. That's no. not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. Yeah, and so we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Ansley's jiu-jitsu matches over there. And, um, yeah. And also, Soul Joel's Comedy Club in Town at Sunnybrook. Look it up, Soul Joel's. It's at Soul Joel's on uh, Instagram and then Soul Joel's at Sunnybrook on uh, Facebook. Yeah, and what's the website? Oh, oh Soul Joel's.com. Yeah. Soul Joel's.com. Yep. And uh, he's not black. <laughs> so Don't spell Joel like a normal person. Kiss. <laughs> Everything spelled correctly. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. We love you guys, and we are out. Night.